Hey y'all, welcome back to Creating the Inevitable podcast. I was just thinking about how when I first started this podcast, I had fully intended to have an intro and outro. I was listening to samples of music that I wanted to include. I had thought of this great idea to have a different piece of music for my intro and compared to my outro because I don't see podcasts doing that. It's always the same, which, you know, that's congruent. That makes sense. But I really wanted mine to be different. And I had been kind of tackling what I want to say in my intro and outro. And here I am recording episode six, and I still haven't created an intro and outro. And the more that I think about this, the more that I'm like, is that even necessary? I don't know. Something about just diving right in and starting the conversation and sharing what I'm here to share with you all. That just feels so right for me. So I'm just sharing that with you guys because I think so often we create things or we make things based on what we've seen other people do. Like we use the example of what's been given to us as the blueprint for what we should do. We don't question it at all, or we don't even consider that we could do it a different way. And this is just one of those ways that I get to be proof for all of us that it can look however you want it to. Okay, so that's a great topic, but that is not what I'm here to talk about today. (laughs) I am recording this episode on a Friday. It is very cold and rainy. And I am in the best fucking mood. I signed a new one-on-one client this week and she is just a dream client. I am so excited to work with her and support her in her business. And things are just really starting to feel like they're falling into place in a lot of areas of my life. So I want to share that And it really is the perfect opening or segue or whatever into the lesson of the podcast. (laughs) All right. So, you know, my husband and I have been going through this process of selling and buying our house, and we have officially been in our new house for about a month, which is crazy to me. And there are still boxes laying around which is driving my husband crazy. (laughs) It's a goal of mine actually this weekend to get completely unpacked in our new house because I'm ready to move into the part where I get to paint. FYI, I love to paint. Um, I get to decorate, you know, I've been buying new furniture for this house. And one of my goals this year is to really make our house a home. I have always dreamed of being intentional in that area of my life and really decorating and exploring what my style is. And I've never done that. I don't know if it's because I never felt like I had the money to spend on it or if I just didn't want to put my money into that. I don't know if it just felt like it was taking, it would take up too much time, but I'm really excited with our new house to intentionally spend my time, my energy, and my money making our house a home. So that feels really good to have that to look forward to. Things in my business are getting more clear than they ever have been before. And they're also, things keep growing. I keep signing new clients and 
that just feels so good. And those of you who have your own business, like you get that. (laughs) It feels so good to be doing what you're passionate about. And I am finding this rhythm of ease with my businesses. And I just, I'm just marveling in it and I'm really melting into it. So that's really exciting. My husband and I have committed to really prioritizing our overall health this year. And I mean our physical health, yes, but I also mean like our financial health is another big thing that we're prioritizing together. We just paid off all of our credit card debt. This is not something that I have openly talked about or shared, but by the end of last year, we paid off about $75,000 of credit card debt, which feels crazy to share in such a public way. Over half of that was a result of investing in my business, and it feels really good to be debt-free this year. And we really want to prioritize our financial health in a way that we never have before. My husband recently transitioned into a promotion that he got and he's getting kind of settled in that. And with that is a lot less stressed and is home a lot more often. And it just feels like everything Uh, I'm going to cry, you guys. It just feels like everything is happening exactly as it was always meant to and right on time. So there is so much good that has been happening in my life recently, and it kind of feels like a windfall, like it all happened at once (laughs) after years of really trying to piece things together and get to this point. I keep joking with everyone. I don't know if I'm in shock because I am equal parts wanting to cry because I can't believe that this is where we're finally at. And I'm so happy that I can't shed a tear. (laughs) It is one of the best feelings. And I'm really just trying to slow down as often as I can and live in that, live in that emotion and be present with it because I know This feeling is not going to last forever, and I know that that's okay. For now, I'm going to be as present as I can with it. So this is your reminder to recognize when things are good, when they're really good, when they're so good that you cannot believe that this is the life you have, to really slow down and be in that emotion. It's funny because I had actually planned to talk to you all today about productive discomfort. And in my mind, I don't really do outlines. Sometimes I do for my podcast, but I'm finding that I really just like to get on here and talk to you guys. In my mind, I was going to talk about productive discomfort. And I guess I'll save that for next week because now what I'm seeing is this is something that needs to be talked about more because Letting things be good is a skill that you can build. It is available to you. And something that I keep saying to everyone that I've been celebrating with about all of this, right? The house being debt-free, the businesses taking off. Something that I keep saying to all of them is that I have had unwavering belief 
even when it never felt like I was going to get to this moment. And I know that may sound like a contradiction. Like how can you have unwavering belief and also feel like you may never get to the moment that you want so bad? And that is not a question for us to actually answer. Like let's not even spend any time trying to answer that because we as humans are so complex and we're full of contradictions in the best possible way. But something that I have really embodied over the last couple of years is self-belief. And over the last couple of years, we have been working towards all of these things. I have been wanting to move out of our house for a while. My husband finally got on board, but I think it's been about two years that I've been thinking about moving, maybe even longer, to be honest. And we have also been working towards being debt-free for a while. My husband's promotion, like that was something that he was wanting for a big part of last year. My business is taking off. You know, my executive assistant business took off really quickly and unexpectedly. Um, and my coaching business was not the same. And I think I've shared that on the podcast. But regardless of the pace, regardless of the growth, I have always believed in my businesses, in my purpose, in what I know I'm meant to do. And these were all really big goals over the last couple of years to work towards, which is why it is so emotional to finally be coming to the other side of achieving some of these things all at the same time. So what I want to say to you is if you're in a season of working towards something and you're getting frustrated or you're feeling discouraged or it feels like things just aren't working for you, your number one job is to believe that what you desire to create is inevitable. I have always said this, I have always believed it, and I have always practice it. And the reason why it has been, I don't want to say easy for me to believe (laughs) because it hasn't always been easy, but the reason that I can believe this for myself and for my people, for, you know, my community and my clients and the people in my life, my friends and my family, the reason that I can believe that what we want the success that we desire to create is inevitable is because I have such an unwavering ability to trust myself. And because I have that skill, because I've developed that, because I trust myself so deeply to create anything that I want, I also hold that belief for other people too. You are going to have the opportunity time and time again as you build your business, as you scale your business, as things evolve, you are going to have the opportunity time and time again to believe in what you're creating, to believe in the success that you desire, to believe in yourself. It is a skill that you can decide to be intentional in creating or and, and, or it is a skill that you will be forced to build as you face obstacles, adversity, challenges, rejection, failure. 
you are going to be given an opportunity time and time again to recommit to yourself, to your business, and to your mission. When you do start to see the results that you have been craving, when you start to see them unfold, that's what I want you to sink into. That's when I want you to slow down and be really present in that celebration. This is something I have my clients practice because I think so often, especially because we're entrepreneurs, I think we're wired in this really kind of fucked up way (laughs) that we really like a challenge. And I was actually having this conversation not too long ago with one of my girlfriends. I was recognizing one of our similarities was that we really like to work under pressure and have a challenge. And I was like, oh shit, like this is why we're such successful entrepreneurs (laughs) because we get activated by that and not everyone is built to operate in that way. But I think the flip side to that is that when we do create the results that we have been working towards, we don't slow down and really live in it. I think so many entrepreneurs are like, okay, what's next, right? They're so excited to tackle the next thing or work towards the next milestone. So that is what I want you to create some self-awareness around. Are you someone who is able to slow down and really be present in the celebration, in the finish line? And I don't mean like finish line, like you're done forever, but when you've reached what it is that you've been working towards, can you really melt into that? Do you allow yourself to really celebrate it? Okay, so I want to leave you with a couple of questions that you can ask yourself to really anchor this in. Question number one, how did I create this? And here's why this question is important. We have to take responsibility for our results. And I think so often when we hear someone say that, we automatically go to like results that we're not creating, but we equally have to take responsibility for and ownership of and recognize the results that we create that light us the fuck up, that we're excited about, that we've been working hard towards. This is your big ass permission slip to celebrate yourself and really own how did you create this? Question number two, who was I being during this part of my journey? Who was I being during this part of my journey? So let me explain how question number one and number two are different. When you ask yourself, how did I create this? You are likely going to think automatically about the actions that you took to create the result. Question number two, who was I being during this part of the journey? That is a question about your traits, which is very different than the actions that you take, right? This is an opportunity to own what makes you so incredible for this, what makes you meant to be an entrepreneur when you're able to own your bravery or your persistence or your patience, right? Or your belief, whatever it may be, whoever you were being during this part of your journey, 
own that shit so that you can really massage it in. Like this is who you fucking are and you get to take this being and these skills with you to the next level to help you create whatever's next. But let's slow down and really pay attention to who you were being. Question number three, what do I believe about myself now? And what do I believe is possible for me? This is really a great opportunity for you to show your brain what your self-concept is. I'm going to give you guys a little example here, and this is something that I talk about. I feel like I've talked about a lot. (laughs) Actually, in my podcast, you guys know that I had this story about I don't have enough time to create what I want in my life and in my businesses, especially in my businesses. And that is something that I really intentionally worked on last year that started to creep in again this year, because that's what our stories do, right? They light up this, they light up our neural pathways when they get triggered. But I have created so much evidence that that is not true. That is a story about myself. That is a self-concept that I am shifting away from, right? That I don't have enough time. So it gives you an opportunity to really look at what is true about yourself. And this question also gives you an opportunity to dream in what's possible for you. Here's the thing about reaching milestones, especially in our businesses. When we create something, whether it's signing that first client or becoming fully booked or having an opportunity to collaborate with someone that you never in a million years you would have had the opportunity to work with, whatever it is, whatever milestone that you reach, whatever you create, it's evidence that there is so much possibility. And truly, the only limit that we have is our mind, right? We can do whatever we set out to do. The only limit you have is a belief that you even have a limit. So every time that you reach a milestone, really thinking about, well, what's possible for me now? Like what's next? What could be next? Letting yourself kind of live in the magic of that for a moment. It's just an incredible way to activate yourself. I want to hear from you all after this podcast episode because part of the work that I do with my clients and something that I'm bringing to you with sharing this episode is that we get to let it be good, right? We get to have a business so good that it blows our own fucking minds. We get to create something so good and so big that we are in awe of ourselves, And I want you to really own that. So I want to hear from you. You can do this exercise. You can go through these questions, even if you haven't created the results you want yet in your business. I want you to think about what you have created. I want you to celebrate that. I want you to take ownership of it. Being intentional with this, being intentional with massaging in the good is going to help you create more good. It is going to help you create more results. This is an opportunity to take an aerial view of what it is that you have created and own it. 
You have the power to create everything you want and your success is inevitable, especially when you are able to really embody certainty in this self-concept that you have the power to create everything you want. So I want to hear from you. If you do these exercises, if you answer these questions, find me on Instagram, let me know, come talk to me about it, share it with me. I love to hear from you guys. And if you are interested in working with me one-on-one, let's fucking go y'all. I have never been in a more perfect place to help you create everything that you want. So you can find a link to book a free consult with me in the show notes below. You can also come have a conversation with me on Instagram. I love you all so much. I will talk to you again next week. Bye.